Okay, I'm going to pray for us. Uh, Father, thanks so much for uh, bringing us here for Sunday School. Thank you so much for the Apostles' Creed, uh, that we have these uh, um, beliefs grounded in uh, biblical truths. Um, thank you that we are able to study this and go through um, fully what we uh, really believe as Christians and just be with us and, and uh, uh, just help us be able to grasp concepts and um, I may mean, it sink deep in our hearts that uh, we uh, would be fired up for um, for you and for, for these, these truths that are so awesome. We thank you, we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. All right, so Apostles' Creed. Uh, last week, um, Eric did the first two lines um, on the doctrine of God. Uh, this week, um, we're doing the in bold. Uh, I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. Um, and if you look at the Apostles' Creed, the next several lines is going to be on Jesus. Um, and we're going to touch on, today we're going to touch on uh, a, a lot of these points. Um, but... But yeah, we'll uh, go through the um, go through this line today and and see what we come up with for uh, who Jesus is. Yeah, so um, I think understanding Jesus Christ, who He is, uh, that's the very heart of the Christian faith, right? Uh, without Jesus, we have nothing, right? Without Jesus, we're just like any other religion. We just believe in God, uh, we just love God and worship God. But Jesus is what brings us together, right? Jesus is what brings, um, uh, is what, it's the meat, the very meat. Like, without Jesus, yeah, we we really have absolutely nothing. Um, And so, as we study Jesus, we need to understand that he is uh, both fully God and fully man, um, and that's what distinguishes Christianity from everything else, from everybody else. Um, um, yeah, uh, in this book that uh, we're studying uh, by Alistair McGrath, he says, The core of the Christian faith is a person, not a set of abstract ideas or beliefs. And kind of like Buddhism, right, or Marxism, um, they, they, uh, they kind of worship ideas, right, sets of beliefs, but Christianity is a person, right? Christianity is Jesus. Um, and so that's really the, the heart of Christianity and what we believe as Christians. <laughs> So, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about who is Jesus. Um, If you read at the first point, uh, it says, Jesus is fully God and fully man. The two natures of Jesus are distinct, yet unified in the person of Jesus. And this is very important to understand. Uh, Jesus had to be both God and man in order to conquer sin and death on our behalf, and and in order to be a mediator um, between us and uh, and God. Uh, So, the first point we... We have uh, is Jesus is fully God, uh, so we're just going to go through a few, um, a few of these passages to kind of uh, really point out uh, um, that Jesus is God. Um, let's see, Eric, can you go through Hebrews one, one to three for us? Yeah, <clears throat> long ago, at many times and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. But in these last days he has spoken to us by his Son, whom he appointed the heir of all things, through whom also he created the world. He is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature, and he upholds the universe by the word of his power. 
After making purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on him. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, as I was studying, I, I think Hebrews and John were really touched on uh, the deity of Jesus and how he is truly God. Um, yeah, I'll read these for us real quick. Uh, for Hebrews 1, 8, and 10, um, this is God talking. Uh, but of the Son, he says, Your throne, O God. Um, so God is calling Jesus um, God. Um, is forever and ever. The scepter of uprightness is the scepter of your kingdom. A 10 says, And you, Lord, uh, laid the foundation of the earth in the beginning, and the heavens are the work of your hands. Um, and so we see that, uh, um, uh, that Jesus really is truly uh, God. Um, and I think a lot of um, or some religions deviate from this point. Um, I think there's a lot of heresies that I try to knock um, Jesus being God and being a deity. Um, uh, and so it's very important to understand that like, Jesus is God, right? Uh, without this, we, we are just like uh, another, another religion. Um, uh, John 1, 1, uh, Jeff, can you read that for us? <clears throat> in the beginning was the word, the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure, but I think that Jehovah, Jehovah's Witnesses they deviate from this point where they say that that uh, Jesus was um, Jesus was a God, like in the Greek. Then then uh, they um, they somehow just mashed it up, mangled it up, and and so they kind of fall off on that point. Um, so yeah, we see Jesus is God. Um, let's see, we'll skip John 14. Right, oh, and in the, okay, so as we go to Mark 2, 10, um, I remember that in the Old Testament that, uh, that the Jews believe that only God can save, right? And only God can forgive sins. And so when Jesus uh, showed up um, and he had the, uh, you know, he made all these radical claims, um, and he he was even he even uh, in Mark two he was uh, even able to uh, forgive um, uh, the sins of the paralytic and so the so the Pharisees were like what in the world who is this guy uh, so when Jesus came he was he was, he was really radical uh, people were like no way this this can't this bla- this blasphemous right um, so Mark two ten uh, Tub can you read that for us yeah but that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins he said to yeah, yeah. Um, and so I, yeah, that's the whole. That's the, a lot of the, um, in the gospels, and we see that the Pharisees are just trying to get out, go after Jesus, uh, just because uh, they didn't trust that he was God. Um, yeah, in John five eighteen um, it says this was why the Jews were seeking all the more to kill him, because not only was he breaking the Sabbath, but he was even calling God his own Father and making himself equal with God. Yeah, so I think uh, they didn't expect um, the Messiah to be just uh, a commoner, um, uh, just like a, 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 anybody. They, they, they had no idea that the Messiah was just going to come in the form of Jesus. Um, but yeah, we'll touch on that as we go to uh, point two where Jesus is uh, the Christ. Uh, you know, I was thinking like... Um 
feel like the, the shock of Jesus claiming to be God or Jesus being God, um, we don't feel it yeah. because we're not the central Jews. Yes. But, um, but the Jews were the last people to ever think that a human being could be God. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, because uh, the Shema, right? Uh, the Lord is one. Here is the Lord. Your God, the Lord is one, right? Mm. That there's only one God. Yes. You know, all the other pagan religions that there are many gods. The Greek says God visits as these um, in human form. You know, and they, they would like stay with maidens and have spawn children. You know, but the Jews <coughs> believed there's God, only one God, and God is not human. And so, for for Christianity to be born out of Judaism, and for a whole bunch of Jews to go around saying Jesus is God. I mean, there must have been, some, uh, it, it must have been the case that Jesus claimed divinity. And so a lot of people say, oh, you know, maybe they were mistaken, maybe they would have made this up. It's just impossible that this could have happened. So I, I feel like uh, the shock of it, we don't really feel yes. as intensely yes. that Jesus is claiming divinity. Right, right. Yeah, they did, again, they, they didn't really know what to expect. They didn't know that he was going to come as human form. And yeah, this it's, it kind of blew their minds that, that Jesus would claim these things. So. Yeah, so um, so as we move down, we, we go to Jesus is fully human. Um, and we, we're able to see this as we uh, kind of read the Gospels and we see that uh, uh, Jesus had earthly needs, right? He had bought, uh, just human needs. He, was, he got tired, uh, he thirsted, he hungered, just like anybody else. Um, um, yeah, and this this point is uh, some some uh, um, some religions really knock that uh, Jesus perhaps Jesus wasn't human, right? He maybe he was just like an, uh, a spiritual thing, you know. Uh, so so it's very uh, important that Jesus that we understand that Jesus was real. He was in the flesh, and he he was human. Um, let's see. <coughs> Yeah, um, and because uh, and and the reason he had to be human was because he uh, he was a, a representative for us. Like if if he had to be human in order to uh, be able to atone for our sins and to be able to be become a meter between God and man. Um, and so we see these in these couple of passages here. Uh, Clarence, can you read Hebrews two for us two seventeen? Ekman, can you read the next one for us? Uh, Hebrews 4. Yeah. <coughs> right, so if Jesus was just God and, and not fully human, then then he, he, it would almost be like, okay, you're God, like you have no idea who we are, right? So, so God sympathizes with us. He understands what we go through. Um, he understands fully what it is to be human, and this is important uh, uh, that He may um, that He's able to live this perfect, sinless life um, as a human, um, so that He can become the sacrifice for us, this representative for us. 
You guys have any questions so far? Yeah, all right. Here again, you know, I feel like the classroom demeanor doesn't fully mm -hmm. um, reflect yes, what yes. we're talking about. Yes, yes. Uh, the fact that we're all, I mean, we're all sitting calmly. I suppose because we want to be respectful and not sort of bound and go crazy. But, um, but the fact that God became man is really an amazing and astonishing thing uh, that God came back to huddle with us, yeah. to join us, <coughs> that uh, that infinite God, who's the creator of all things, became weak and vulnerable. He had to eat. He had to like clip his toenails. I mean, it's just amazing to me, right? Get to go number two. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I mean, all of, the, all of the indignities and the weaknesses yeah. and uh, the frailties of who we are, God experience. Yes. Because He wants to be with us. Yeah. 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 The more you think about it, like God, the infinite God, <laughs> being a, a man, you know, coming down to. To uh, to dwell with us, right? Yeah, that's that that's really mind blowing. So even as we go through this, it's very just kind of whatever. But just when you sit down and think about it, um, as I was preparing, I was like, wow, this is so crazy. You know, like how can we believe this? That that the great infinite God, Creator of all things, would just come down and uh, and, and live among us. You know, um, and so so yeah, this is more than just doctrine. It's really really like so meaty and it's so. Uh, so much of why we love, um, why we love God, why we love Jesus, and and uh, it really drives us to understand um, uh, more of our faith, why we love Him. So, you know, I think the, uh, the other thing, the other thought I had, I mean, to go back to the point that Jesus is God. Yeah. You, know? you know, a lot of people say, "Well, so what?" That Jesus claimed to be God, because there's a lot of crazy people who claim that they're God, right? And uh, I'm, I'm remembering um, this uh, talk that Tim Keller once gave, and he had this great point. He says, you know, there's a lot of wackadoodles that claim they're God, and so why should why shouldn't we listen to them, right? Why does Jesus' claim stand any differently? And uh, Tim Keller makes this great illustration. He says, um, if you look at like the top ten people who have made impact in this world, you know, uh, Jesus has got to be in the top ten. And he says, he's got to be in the top five. Maybe he, he's absolutely in the top three of people who made a tremendous impact in this world. And every single one of those people are tremendously humble, right? They, they never say, you know, people say, wow, you're so great. You have such love. You have such words of wisdom. You must be God. And every one of them said, no, I'm not God, you know. I'm just teaching yeah. about God. I'm pointing the way to God. You know, Buddha <coughs> said, I'm not God. You know, Mohammed said, I'm not God. Yeah. But Jesus is the only one in, yes. in this list of people who made impact who said, I'm God. And if you look at everyone who's claimed that they're God, and there's a lot, every single one of them are psychos. <laughs> they're crazy, right? They like yes. to say, everyone, let's commit suicide together. Or you know, yeah. everyone, give me your money. Let me sing with all your wives. You know, and so here you have these two lists of people, people who claim to the God and people who made an impact in the world. And Jesus is the only one who's on both I think that deserves us to take him very seriously. And if Jesus is God, that completely changes the way we live. It completely yes. changes yeah. the meaning of life. Yeah. And if Jesus is a fraud, then we can laugh and ignore him right. and, and move on. But it cannot be the case where we say, I don't know. I have a decision. I actually remember talking to someone. I said, 
Um, do you think Jesus is God? He said, I don't know. He said, I don't think it really matters. It doesn't matter. Are you serious? Come on. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Jesus is, if Jesus is God, then you, you got to change your whole life. Yes. If he's not God, then, then it's matter. all a fraud. Yes. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. And, and uh, in Mere Christianity, C.S. Lewis says, like, uh, the claims that Jesus is God, he's either a lunatic and you can't believe him or else he's everything, right? Yeah. Um, He's either a lunatic liar yes. or a lord. Yes. Yes. It's one or the other. It can't. It can't be either. Yeah. So that that again. Yeah. That really changes everything. Um, and yeah, you could you could tell like he, just as we read about Jesus here, you could tell he's not crazy. He was he was God. He was claiming that he was God, and he lived like he was God. Um, and it was and he Jesus is the only worship. worship. Yes. You know, when people bow down and say, my God, my Lord, he's saying, what are you doing? Stand up. I'm not God. Yeah. He accepted it. He said, mm, yes. You know, I mean, come on. Either he's a liar, a lunatic, or he is, in fact, the creator of all the universe. Wait, there was a, there was a, I passage in this where, where somebody said to Jesus, good teacher, and he says, why do you call me good when you guys? Right. And I think in that sense, he's challenging people um, about their conception of goodness, right? And so they're just throwing around the word, you know, good, everyone's good. They say, don't you realize that what you're saying, the absolute standard of goodness only God possesses? I said, do you really know who I am? He was constantly needling people, you know? He was constantly saying things <coughs> to get them to confront who he is. So, I, I mean, and, and in the same breath, he would say, I forgive your sins. <laughs> yes. Uh, only God, God can do that, that. yeah. Uh, I forgive your sins. Yes. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so, uh, yeah, uh, Jesus being fully human, I'll just read this really quick. Romans 5.18, Therefore, as one trespass led to condem- condemnation for all men, uh, that's, uh, uh, that's uh, Adam, right? So one act of righteousness, that's Jesus, leads to justification <laughs> and life for all men. Uh, for as by the one man's disobedience, the many were made sinners, so by the one man's uh, obedience... The many will be made righteous, um, and we'll talk about this as we uh, uh, more close to clo- as we go closer to the end. Um, but <clears throat> uh, we see that Jesus had to be man in order for this to work out, um, and he also had to be God, like we just uh, talked about. Um, so the second point: Jesus is the Christ, um, uh, and the name Jesus means God saves in Matthew one twenty one. Um, it says, she will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins, right? And so Jesus demonstrates and proves uh, through his earth, earthly life <coughs> and death that God does indeed save, right? So this, this name of Jesus is really uh, befitting for, for who he is and uh, what he does. Um, and uh, see, it says, Christ is not a surname of Jesus, right? He's not Jesus Christ or uh, Jesus, you know, yeah. That was obvious, <laughs> but it's a title meaning the anointed one, um, and Christ is the equivalent to Messiah. In the OT, the Messiah was promised was the promised, long-awaited deliverer of God's people, um, and now Jesus, the Christ, arrives to fulfill the OT prophecies. Uh, Jesus is both the messenger and the message, uh, and He is the true Christ. And so, uh, we see that. Um, um, in the OT, then they're they're talking about the Messiah, right? Which is uh, the Lord uh, or the Anointed One, sorry. Um, and now in the New Testament, then he is uh, he's given the same title. He's he's spoken about at the same way. Um, 
and uh, and Jesus refers to, uh, or Jesus is called the Christ over and over again, um, and this is this again. It really tells of uh, that Jesus is the Messiah, the long way, uh, long awaited Messiah that's going to deliver the people. Um, see Matthew sixteen. Uh, Carrie, can you read? Actually, uh, let me yeah, press you on that. Yes. Um, the anointed one. I mean, that sounds so archaic. Mm. What is that? Um, I, I know that uh, back he was anointed what's that who are the kinds of people that were oh kings yeah um, so, so what so, does it mean that he's the anointed so the pro- in, in the Old Testament the prophets would anoint kings and they would be the anointed ones um, and so Jesus is the, the true uh, true king so he's the anointed one um, yeah, he's the, he's he's the, the true anointed he's one he's the promised king yes that's supposed to come and you know I can't help but to Evoke the Lord of the Rings, right? <laughs> and uh, if you could do the Lord of the Rings, right? There's supposed to be this king who comes back to Gondor to save Gondor and defeat Sauron. And Aragorn is that person, right? So Jesus is kind of like Aragorn is kind of is is a kind of Jesus. Uh, he's the king. He's supposed to come back. And actually, if you think about it, when they, when every time the Christians said Jesus is Christ, they're saying Jesus is king. Mm. Yes. But it's a very ironic statement because what kind of king gets crucified? Yeah. Right? A crucified person is not a king. He is a... He loses. <laughs> right? The loser gets crucified. The king yeah. wins the battle. And so that's why the term Christian is actually a mocking term mm. that the, uh, the ancient peoples <clears throat> called the followers of Jesus. They didn't actually call themselves Christians. The people called them Christians. And Christians means followers of the king. Right? And, and there's like this ancient graffiti where it, it, it shows um, uh, this pig being crucified and it says, here's your king. And so it was a way to make fun of the Christians. Oh, you believe that Jesus is king? That's ridiculous. He wasn't even crucified. And so we don't realize that. Now, you know, Christian, we just think, oh, Christian is... Yeah. We, we don't realize that it was actually a mocking, ironic term. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and again, it's, it's because uh, Jesus uh, was... A human, right? And, and he came in weakness. And I think uh, it was because they didn't know how they, they were expecting the king to come in glory, right? Um, to, to beat the Romans. Yes, to come with a sword and, and to really take over, like more of a political uh, type thing. Um, Not but, to lose the Romans. Yes, yeah. Yeah, so they, they thought like that Jesus the king, uh, the Messiah, was the one that's going to rescue them um, physically, and, right? And, and that's in this, why the disciples were so devastated at the crucifixion. Yes. Yeah. Right? That's why they were so depressed. Because <coughs> they said, we thought you were the king. That's why, who, who was it who said, um, who they were arguing with each other? Was it James and John? They're arguing who's going to sit at the right oh, yeah. hand and the left hand of Jesus. Because they thought Jesus was going to be the king. And they're like, can I be, you know, can I be the governor of Galilee? Or, you know, I want, I, I'm going to come into power. And that's why they were so devastated yeah. when he was crucified. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Matthew, uh, in Matthew, you see uh, God's own people, the Israelites, right? They reject Jesus, right? They, and so, uh, so, and leads to his crucifixion. Um, and so, yeah, the Christ, Jesus, Jesus Christ is, uh, yeah, it's funny that, uh, that yeah, he was called. Every time someone says Jesus Christ, I want to tell them, oh, you believe? Because <laughs> otherwise they should say Jesus of Nazareth. Yeah. Right? But when they say Jesus Christ, they're giving him that title. They're giving him the title. Yes. They're saying, yeah. you know, King Jesus. Oh, you think he's king too? <laughs> Me too. You know. So I feel like only, you know, when people say uh, Jesus Christ, do they realize 
they're calling him king. I think part of it is we Christians have forgotten what Christ means. Yeah. Um, and so maybe they're mocking it just like the old people. Maybe they're saying no king would be crucified, and you say, "Aha! That's the, the deepest king would be crucified, resurrected." We have a resurrected king. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we'll, we'll move on to three. Uh, Jesus is God's only son. Um, we'll just go through this briefly. Uh, t- oh, did I ask Tub already? Uh, Carrie, could you read John one fourteen for us? And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen His glory, glory as of the Holy Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. Yeah, and uh, yeah, this again talks about His uh, His deity. Uh, but yeah, Jesus is uh, God's only Son. Um, yeah, and, and it's funny when we were going through C.S. Lewis uh, this this past this past week. Two weeks ago. Yeah. Two weeks ago. Yeah, where um, where we were trying to figure out like, oh, what does God be getting? God mean God be getting His Son Jesus? Um, and it's not that God gave birth to Jesus, but they're co-existent. Uh, they're they're eternal. Um, and they all, no one preceded the other, but but that they were uh, uh, both there, and 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 that is just a relationship. This is a picture of relationship between God and um, um, His Son, and how how deep it is that God would send His only Son to to uh, rescue us, right? To come down and rescue us. Um, and these next two, then uh, yeah, it speaks of uh, that Jesus is His only Son. Um, <clears throat> I think, um, you know why I keep saying only? Uh, uh, because, um, I mean, this is why it didn't bother people too much when um, <coughs> Jesus is the Son of God. I mean, David was the Son of God, mm-hmm. Solomon was the Son of I mean, yeah. Son kind of means um, that God has a special favor of, and that's why they have to add that only. He is the true and ultimate Son. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, even as uh, children of God, right, believers. Uh, we're all we cannot, we're also called sons and daughters of God, but um, but the only Son of God, meaning it was just it just really speaks of the relationship between Jesus and and God the Father, um, and how close they were to, uh, together, um, and so that's why when he says in the Apostles' Creed, God's only Son, or it continues to talk about His only Son, it, it, and how the importance it is, how important it is to understand that uh, that relationship. Yeah. Uh, we'll skip. We're going on to four. Jesus is our Lord, um, and people in the OT refer to God as Lord. In the NT, Jesus refers to God as the Lord, um, while Jesus Himself is also referred to as the Lord. Uh, by us calling Jesus our Lord, we one trust and believe that Jesus is God, um, and two we submit to His authority and rule over our lives. Um, I'll read Philippians 2 for us. So that the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Um, Romans 10 says, Because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you'll be saved. So it's so important that we understand, again, that, that Jesus is God. And when we know, when we understand this, when we know this, and when we confess that Jesus is Lord, um, Lord God, Lord, uh, as in um, God, and also that He is Lord over our lives. Uh, that's when we fully understand that the person of Jesus and uh, uh, the power that Jesus has in in uh, 
working for us. Do you know why um, the word Lord refers to God? Because, you know, um, the, the name of God, the divine name is Yahweh, but no one could say it because it was too holy. Yeah. And so they would substitute the Hebrew word for Lord instead of saying the name of God, which is Adonai. And so the, the, um, they would say Adonai, Lord, and you can never use the word Adonai. Um, and, then, and then when, the, when they later translate the Old Testament into Greek, they, instead of saying Yahweh, yes, I mean, instead yes. of saying Adonai, they translate it into Kyrios, yes, which means Lord. Mm-hmm. And then in the New Testament, they call Jesus Kyrios. Yeah. So that's actually a divine title. Yes. Yeah. You don't call anybody Lord. Yes. That is Shakespeare, they uh, oh, that's a English. that's different, yeah. The Lord, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a different Lord. Yeah, but yeah, that's just the ti- uh, yeah the title Lord. That's yeah, that's different than um, than what we're talking about here. Um, so yeah, again, it's it just points to uh, the divinity of Jesus. Um, and it actually is a kind of a political statement too, because um, one of the uh, political slogans in the Roman Empire was Caesar Curios, which means Caesar is Lord. Yes. And so the Christians would say. Yes, to Kyrios. And that's why they said, crucify the Christians. (laughs) And that's why they fed the Christians to the lions. Because the Christians were thought of as politically subversive. Because they did not recognize the ties of Kyrios. They said, yes, to Kyrios. Exciting. (laughs) You guys have any questions? Questions, comments? (laughs) Justin. Do you really? Um, I did, we, don't, we, don't add, we don't raise our hands. Someone just points to you. <laughs> uh, it's not even relevant anymore. So okay. Justin wanted to know what Christmas means. What is the meaning of Christmas? <laughs> is Christmas, Christmas is about presents and Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> Believe in Santa Claus. Claus. <laughs> it's, it's about green and red. Thank you. Okay, was that your question? It's about receipt. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so this next box is just pretty much uh, sums up the kind of Jesus uh, being God, fully God, fully man. Um, and I'll read that for us. Uh, the belief that Jesus is one person with both divine and human natures has great significance for the rescue of fallen mankind. Uh, believers can be saved through Jesus because he, being both God and man, can stand as a mediator between God and us. He is able to make atonement for our sin because he is able to re- represent us fully as humans. Uh, Jesus' perfect sinless life is only possible because he is God, and because he is God, his lone sacrifice is of infinite value and covers all believers. Um, and yet, so, and uh, I remember this in C.S. Lewis uh, in small groups, then we were talking about how um, how Jesus had to be God, right, in order to live this perfect life, and also um, he had to be God to be perfectly clean, um, um, so that so that the sacrifice would be so that he could sacrifice make the sacrifice for us um, and uh, uh, because he is God he is his death is able to cover all of us right because he's infinitely valuable he's infinite, infinitely powerful and, uh, and great and so it covers all of us uh, so if you ever wonder why like oh how come Jesus uh, just one person was able to cover the sins of so many and sins of all of us. That's why. Because he was God. Um, because he was that great. Um, and so uh, so these are some really short, I thought these were really great uh, 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 verses. We'll, we'll read these real quick. Um, Eric, can we 
their child. Can you go Colossians one and just one lesson? Colossians one nineteen twenty. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by by the blood of his cross. Yeah. And then it's uh, just just the right? Yes. Yeah. Can you read uh, First Tim? Uh, for there is one God, and there is one mediator between God and man, that the man Christ Jesus. Thanks. Yeah, and we went through Hebrews two already. Um, that yeah, God had to be made like us, right? So that He can be a propitiation for us. Um, so man, that's powerful. Like Jesus, <laughs> Jesus is so awesome, right? Uh, and so that's why we worship Jesus. That's why we're so gospel centered. Uh, because this is the very heart of what we believe, right? What we believe. Um, if Jesus was not God, if Jesus is not one or the other, uh, then what we believe is is crazy, right? It's nothing, right? Um, he had to be both God and man uh, in the same person, and that that's kind of mind blowing. Like, how can you be God and man? It's it's just crazy. Um, you guys have any comments, questions? Okay, all right. Uh, I'll pray for us, and then we'll uh, we'll head over. <clears throat> Father, thank you so much for for Jesus. Thank you so much for uh, coming down um, and uh, becoming a lowly human for us, uh, that we uh, may be uh, rescued, Father, by you and and just by. Uh, by your grace and your love that you would come and and do such a thing for us uh, on our behalf Lord that you love us that much that you would uh, come down here and and uh, and just blow <laughs> blow everything away it's, it's so crazy that that uh, this is what we believe father we thank you that um, it is so good that it's so meaty so weighty ask us uh, we ask you Lord that you continue to um, just grow us deeply in, in, in these doctrines and in, in theology uh, that um, that through uh, learning and through through understanding more and more of what we believe that we would grow uh, to more uh, to praise you more to worship you more to uh, have our faith deepened uh, that we would really uh, live this life um, radically for you because we know these are truths we know these things to uh, to be truth, truthful and to be powerful, Father. We thank you so much. Uh, be with us as we um, have worship now. Uh, and Father, just continue to be real to us. We love you. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.